Hey fam, Laura here with episode number five of the podcast. I just wanted to record a brief introduction. This episode was plagued with some technology issues. So, so far the podcast has been very easy for me to put together, to edit, uh, and get running really quickly. This episode, I did not get so lucky and my software program crashed on me when I was editing it. It completely messed up the audio. It was super choppy. The beginning was at the end, the end was at the middle, and took a ton of time for me to edit, so that's why there was no podcast episode last week. But this is a great episode. I'm really excited to bring it to you. One of my great friends, Jamie, and I talk about a lot of different topics that are relevant to competitors like stage makeup, fillers, beauty, glam, all of these great things. So if there is a little choppiness, it's not because (laughs) Jamie and I were sitting there Uh, thinking of things to say it's because I had some technology issues so bear with it there's a lot of great content and thank you guys for listening yeah (laughs) good morning fit fam this is a sound test sound test sound test okay hello and welcome fit fam this is Laura here with episode number five of the podcast bikini things I've got my good friend Jamie Davis she is an NPC bikini competitor a makeup artist and also a full-time admin at a plastic surgery office and we are going to be talking about lots of fun things today like competition makeup, skincare, event makeup, competing, all kinds of good stuff. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. I'm so thrilled that you started this. I know it's been in the works for a while and I love that we're getting to do this together. I'm very excited. Yes. And thank you again for rescheduling with me. This is actually take number two of our recording sessions because I lost some footage of our original conversation. So we wanted to make sure that we got the full full meat of the discussion topic about competition makeup recorded because you're a makeup artist. This is what you know. It's your bread and butter also being a competitor. And so we wanted to make sure we had all that awesome information and audio available for people who are listening so thank you again for your patience your flexibility and you're doing this all on peak week yes (laughs) it's on peak week so I I was just telling Laura that I was feeling I was like oh I gotta eat I was feeling a little bit lightheaded but we're back in action and I mean I get even more excited and endorphins start running during peak week so bring Mm -hmm. it on yeah how are you feeling um, I'm a little bit more sloth-like, but mm-hmm. I'm still managing. Um, my boyfriend's super patient with me. Um, totally understands. Is super supportive. He's if he's my rock. Like if I didn't have him, I mm-hmm. it would definitely be a lot harder of a process. My coach is great. My teammates are all there. We're all mm-hmm. in the same boat. There's a few of us competing this weekend, so look out for us. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and that'll be the NPC West Coast. In Riverside, California? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, it's in Riverside. It's um, right next to the Mission... Oh, the Mission Inn. The Mission Inn. Ooh, so it's I on that, that same street. The venue's stunning. There's um, Chris Pines, um, who's doing the um, sculpture and like behind-the-scenes stuff, is uh, really, really into the artistic element, which the lighting's going to be fantastic, and there's custom trophies for overall winners. Oh, wow. So I'm just excited because it's a it's a big production. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be a great show. And I'm I need to get my finals ticket so I can come watch you next weekend, but I'm I'm really excited for you. And and you're one of the people that I have to I have to compliment you because everyone handles peak week differently. Everyone handles competing differently, but you you're so positive. You're so kind even when you're on peak week. You're never cranky, you're never moody. You're still just happy, friendly Jamie. <laughs> I know, I know you're tired and I'm sure, you know, you've got your extra sweater on, you're a little chilly, but you handle it so well. So yeah. Well, thank you. That means a lot. I'm a little bit more slow, but yeah. But who isn't, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's important to try your best to always be kind. And I mean, we all have our moments, but Mm -hmm. um, it definitely makes it a lot easier for the people around you too, because they're supporting you. You Mm want to be nice to them and they're helping you and you just got to mind over matter for sure. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's all mental and and you're a trooper. So, uh, do you know what color suit you're going to be wearing next weekend? Yes, actually. Well, uh, Margaret designed my 
a suit from my last show, which was the cowl, which was, I think, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And for for those that don't know, who's Margaret? Margaret is the owner of Toxic Angels. She is has a knack for detail. Um, we customized my suit. It was beautiful. It was gradient. It was stunning. Um, had a little bit of purple elements to it. Um, I am such a girl that I would like to wear a different suit every competition, but it's it's a little bit <laughs> it's pricey. pricey. Um, so I'm kind of um for my first show last September, I wore a blue bikini, and the blue I do love that color, but I really want it to pow. So I've actually, I mean, I, I guess this is similar to digging a hole in China at this point, and I I sh- probably should have done it before Peak Week, but I'm being very ambitious and adding extra stones to it, mm-hmm. so it's very vibrant. Mm-hmm. Um. I really like to stay in the gem tones because I feel like it's super flattering with the lighting, with the tan, mm-hmm. um, and it looks very sleek, and it looks great on brunettes. Um, but Margaret is going to be designing my suit. I'm going to purchase another one. I'm going to be competing oh, nice. in August. Okay. Um, still finessing the color. There's a few ideas that I'm playing with, um, but she's she's amazing. And without um, Mary or Mary-ish, and then your recommendation to go mm-hmm. to her... I wouldn't have got that first place winning suit. <laughs> Your suit was so gorgeous. The ombre looked incredible. It was like a almost like a purple to a blue. Yeah. Ombre is how it came out looking and it was just gorgeous and still, you know, not over the top, not distracting in any way, but just beautiful and unique and went great with your hair and your skin tone and your makeup obviously, but <laughs> it looked it looked amazing. And you did you did so great in that show. Um winning both your class in novice and in unlimited yeah i was i was really excited it's a great day yeah i blacked out that was such out. a fun that was such a fun day too that was um the day where i was there with mutant and they sponsored the show and i got surprised by presenting an award that night and you were so amazing and got me a dress and a pair of heels that i did not have with me and we were both in la that day and with no break in between prejudging and finals you came through even though you're competing and <laughs> it was just it was a it was a great day and it was great to watch you win both of your classes well you got to take care of your friends right of I course. mean I didn't have the I didn't have the shoes offhand but we finagled that we figured that out um, yeah but the dress <laughs> I, I, on deck yes it's better to be I always get described as extra but it's better to be extra than to not have anything yes else. That's yes. all right. <laughs> no, it was, it was such a great day, and, and you looked amazing. Thank you so much. I felt I felt like a million bucks, and I felt like I put mm-hmm. put put a lot of effort into making sure that everything was going to turn out the way that I wanted or envisioned, and even if it didn't, I know I, I had gone into it trying my best mm-hmm. and done my best, and that enough made me feel like a winner already. And, I mean, everyone already heard me talk I want a tiara. I want a tiara. And everybody, everybody can finally hear me shut up about saying yeah. I want one because I yeah. got one. But it's not about that. It's about the relationships that you find backstage. Like, I've met some amazing people. Shauna, who we met through, I met backstage. And people were like, how long have you guys known each other? And I and I go, well, a couple hours. Yeah. And you make a lot of friends backstage. You, th- you would think that the girls are going to be catty and not friendly, but... It is such a love fest backstage. I think everyone just recognizes that you've all gone through the same painful process to get there and gritted your teeth and got it done. And so people are, the girls are amazing. I mean, they're sharing, they're sharing their gummy bears, their rice cakes, all that good stuff and just kind of loving on each other a little bit. Yeah. I mean, even back there helping girls with their hair, fixing their Mm -hmm. makeup. One girl was so nervous. She's like, I've done a show before, but but never to this caliber. There's so many people in the audience this uh-huh. time. I'm scared. And like, uh-huh. I was like, just look at the judges and yeah. focus on you and, and it'll all fall into place. Like it's about not only being conscious of yourself, but yeah, mm-hmm. we're all in the same boat together. So help everyone out, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you had to help any girls backstage with makeup? Yeah. Or any, any, any makeup emergencies where you've come in clutch? <laughs> I've helped with a few eyelashes. Eyelashes seem to be the problem trend. Um, they usually come up in the corners if they're not glued down, uh, all the way, which is common. Your eyes water, you're blinking and moving. Um, what else is matching a little bit more of the skin tone? The girls will be doing their makeup backstage and they'll kind of start getting 
a little frantic because they said, oh, I didn't get a, a dark enough color. So mm-hmm. I'll go in and blend and, and put some bronzer. And, mm-hmm. But only if people ask for help. I don't ever want to yeah. overstep my boundaries because yeah. people might not want help. Yeah. And But I love being that person. I'm like handing out baby wipes. It's a key mm-hmm. element. Some Dixie cups, another key element if you're a first-time competitor so you don't want your can. <laughs> but... You don't know what it, yeah, you don't yeah, you don't want to know what the Dixie cups are for. Well, yeah, that's another whole podcast. In itself. It's another train, but it's it's fun. You all worked so hard. You're in the same boat. You're into the same things. Just be nice mm-hmm. and help people. Mm-hmm. You would want someone to help you if you needed help. That's how yeah. I feel. So, for for the competition makeup, have you have you seen anyone where you kind of have a cringeworthy moment? At a show, or I guess, what is what is a good competition makeup look look like, and what what are maybe some common mistakes that you see girls making, or okay, you've seen yeah. out there. Common mistakes again is foundation color. That's key. Um, you want it about one to two shades lighter than your actual tan. Um, you want to make sure the undertone um, matches your tan, so there's a warm or a cool undertone. Um, I like Max Studio Fix Fluid because it's meeting the full buildable coverage. It's a liquid. Um, I use shades NW45 and NW35 on the center of the face. You always want to make sure there's dimension. That's one of the most common mm-hmm. mistakes that I do see um, because then it looks flat and you just look like a muddy pancake. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look muddy. Yeah. So so when you say dimension, you mean using multiple foundation colors. Correct. Like on the outer circle okay. of the face, you would want to use that darker, deeper color so it blends okay. with your neck. The 45? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then on the inner, inner portion, you would use a lighter color. And then you would also, um, I see a lot of girls, they don't put any, any powder on. Um, it's necessary for this event for you to be pretty matte because you're going matte means flat in texture with no shine Mm -hmm. um your skin except for like the high planes which is like your cheekbone area um why this is essential is because that light will make you look like an oil slick Mm -hmm. so you want to make sure everything stays in place okay um a few setting powders that i really like especially for the under eye um and the cheekbone area, Laura Mercier translucent setting powder. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're looking at powders, you want to make sure that there is no talc, and that's an active ingredient that bounces back um, with a white cast. So that's why you see in some photos, like women, you're like, why is my face lighter than the other portion of my body in photographs? But in person, mm-hmm. it looks great. It's mm-hmm. because of that flash. Okay. It bounces back a lighter reflection. Okay. So avoid that ingredient at all costs for any stage okay. of makeup. That's super so important. So you've got to read the ingredients list of your Absolutely. powder. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I use the Mac Mineralized Powder and I love it. Um, mm-hmm. okay. To set that, to set that uh, liquid, um, and then make sure that when you're doing your eye makeup, you want it to be tasteful. Has to be a little bit more dramatic than everyday makeup because mm-hmm. it is going to be under direct light. Lashes are an absolute must. Um, you don't want to do too much glitter on your lid. Mm-hmm. Reason why is it reflects funny in the lights and the pictures. It can make your eyes look smaller. Okay. And also it'll look chunky and it just has a tendency. You don't have as much control over your overall look. And if you're sparkling from every aspect of like your jewelry, your hair, your suit. Mm-hmm. Don't overkill it. I like to use very light shimmer, if not all matte colors. Mm-hmm. Matte meaning no shine or glitter in my eye look. And I like to keep the lid a lot lighter and focus on the depth or the darkness of the shadow on the outer corner. It'll widen and brighten the eye. Okay. Um, and it's going to still look very elegant, very dramatic, and you're just going to look very cohesive. And it's going to gonna look glam which is what you okay and for the the glitter component of the eye look because I would as just I don't know a a bystander somebody who's not really very makeup savvy I'm not a makeup artist by any means the eye makeup looks that you see and that do well in shows to me they look much more glittery than a normal smoky eye is that from a a glitter shadow or using actual glitter and, and sort of how do you 
how do you decide to balance it? Because I think to some extent it makes it makes the eyes pop a little bit, but I mean you also don't want to look like you just took a a glitter shaker to your face and it's all over the place and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You also don't want to roll around in highlighter. No. <laughs> but I love that on a normal basis. I yeah. love that glowy look. Um great point and great question. The chunky glitter that I'm talking about is not in a shadow form. Glitter glittery shadow or iridescent with mm-hmm. light shimmer, beautiful. Okay. Reflects perfect. Okay. It's the chunky, like costumey, like Halloween style mm-hmm. makeup that you want to deter away from. Yes, you want it to be dramatic. Yes, you want it to be smoky. But there is a, an overkill that you can kind of cross. And if, if you're trying to look for something that's going to be consistent, mm-hmm. the glitter can come off in chunks. It can reflect funky. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely do shimmer shadow. And I, I on my first show, I did play with it a little mm-hmm. bit. And it still looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. But just make sure you're not getting that chunky separate glitter. Mm-hmm. It has to be a shadow incorporated okay. with shimmer. What did, you, what did you use at this this past show, the California State Championships? Because you had, it almost looked like a mauve and gold eye look with still some smoke in there. It, I mean, it was beautiful. You looked amazing. But, I mean, how did, how did you create that? So, yeah, I, I wanted to play off... Um, my eyes are a little bit hazel and the suit's purple. Uh, I wanted to play off. Purple looks great on brunettes um, and can also bring out the green in the eyes if you have more okay. of a hazel on set. Um, so I did have some deeper purple tones in the outer corner. Um, my favorite, favorite lead shade is called Vanilla. It's okay. A, it's a pigment. It's almost white, but it reflects different colors. It's very soft. It's made by MAC. I know all my products are MAC. Well, you used to work for MAC, I did. right? I used yeah. to work for MAC. I worked for them for almost 10 years. Wow. Um, their stuff, so I know how to manipulate it really well. Uh-huh. And I do love other brands. Um, but that pigment, it reflects so many different shades, but it's not glittery. It's a slight, like a frost. Okay. Almost. Okay. So that's what I'm kind of more more so referring to than, than actual chunky glitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did that, and then did you layer on more colors? Yeah, or? I always start with my crease to, to build the foundation. So I'll start with a medium brown tone and blend it back and forth with like a fluffy um, fluffy brush. The fluffier the brush, the more it's used for blending. Um, so I use a 217 by MAC, and that's like, you can create a whole eye look with that, actually. It's wow. a staple. Okay. Um, I probably a, need it. <laughs> it. It creates a soft, it's fantastic for under eye concealer too, uh-huh. it's bomb. Okay. Um, creates like a buffed airbrush effect. Mm-hmm. So you're like, how did she get that that blended? Mm-hmm. It's that dang brush. Like, invest in brushes. If anything else, even if you're buying cheap makeup, mm-hmm. the brush, the application, is gonna take you to another level. Okay. It's gonna give you that Instagram filtered look in real life. Okay. 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 I need um, that. So you start <laughs> backwards almost by layering in your crease and then you'll layer deeper colors on the outer lid. And then I put my lid color on last. So the center of the eye kind of looks a little unblended. And then I go back in with my 217. It's called dry brushing. So I didn't clean the brush. So there's still product on the brush. Same okay. brush. And it blends those two colors together because I've already been blending with the other color. Okay. So it creates that soft kind of almost gradual gradient effect, Mm -hmm. um, which is super, super flattering. And if when in doubt, keep the inner portion of your lid lighter Mm -hmm. to keep your eye open and awake and brighter. And then the outer corner is where you want the depth to make it very sultry and dramatic. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Are you going to be doing any changes for your makeup look for this upcoming show now that you're going to be wearing a different suit color? Yes. So my lip color was a little tiny bit more mauve um, this last competition to kind of play with the same undertones in my suit. Since I'm doing blue, um, orange is the complementary color to blue. I'm not going to wear orange lipstick. Don't get scared. Um, I saw your <laughs> that might be, that might, like, be a little too, Jay, that might be a little Jay, bit too much. You're really getting risky. <laughs> That'll be really extra. But the tone, <laughs> the warmth of the undertone, instead of a cool mauve, I'm going to do a warm nude. Okay. So it's going to have um, hints of kind of like a taupey okay. feel. Pretty. And whereas the crease color 
is going to be a little bit more bold and a little bit more rust inspired and okay. a, a little bit more bronzy. Okay. So the bronze really pairs absolutely stunning with any type of cool colored suit. So like a green mm-hmm. or okay. um, even another a blue. It's going to it's gonna offset it because they're on the opposite ends of the color wheel, which okay. makes it stand out more. Okay. Good to know. So what advice would you give for someone who is maybe new to competing or lives in an area where there aren't a lot of shows, there aren't a lot of resources. I think we're very lucky here in Southern California. There's a ton of bodybuilding shows. There's a ton of very highly qualified makeup artists, um, insta-famous makeup artists that live in this area that do competition makeup. So there's plenty of resources here, but not everyone um, is as lucky as us. So what advice would you give for somebody who's maybe trying to figure out, okay, I'm going to do my makeup myself for this show. You know, maybe I can't afford a makeup artist or I have someone that I like, but maybe they've, maybe they've never done makeup for a show like this. What advice would you give for somebody who's just kind of learning about this, getting into the makeup? Like what, what general guidelines should they follow or ask for? Well, if you're going to be doing it yourself, which is highly cost, cost effective, I would recommend doing a couple trials on yourself before your show. So you're not going in with a plan and you haven't tried the look on yourself before the day of. You don't want to add more stress mm-hmm. to your day. Yeah. Uh, look up videos on YouTube is a great resource. Um, you can direct message me and I'd love to help you on my Instagram <laughs> name. I love talking makeup or nutrition or anything beauty health related it's my jam uh-huh. and I'm super friendly uh, but I would definitely recommend practicing beforehand also investing in some quality tools to get you there you want to make sure foundation color is key a powder and then a few eye color shades mm-hmm. um, another tip when asking for a look um, have picture references Makeup artists are really visual, mm-hmm. so if they see something, they can usually recreate it. Mm-hmm. Um, visual learners, okay. usually. Yeah, that's great advice. It's great to have that. Like, yeah. I always ask my clients, I'm like, hey, do you have any pictures of what... I mean, mm-hmm. you're not going to look identical because your face shape and eye shape's different. Yeah. But you can get a reference point of what kind of direction they're going to because everyone's version of dramatic is different. Mm-hmm. It might mean, like, super smoky black lid for someone where it might mean hey, I just want eyeliner is dramatic for another person. Yeah. So it's very different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And learning and asking questions and asking questions for your makeup artist too, like what type of products do you use? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you include fake lashes? Um, will you show me how to touch up what I need to touch up? And mm-hmm. if the makeup artist is great, they'll prime your skin. Like I only had to touch up with a little bit of powder in my lipstick mm-hmm. for finals. That's so good. make sure they're using quality products that are really going to get your bang for your buck because nothing should be running unless you cry because you won first place, which <laughs> which happens. Yeah. Um, but that's after the fact of finals. Uh, but just make sure, um, and, and this is an investment. Your body, you've worked really hard, so don't be afraid to ask mm-hmm. questions. I think a lot of people are afraid that, oh, a person's going to get mad. This is a service industry, and mm-hmm. if they can't cater to what they need, you you need, then Mm -hmm. you can definitely find someone that's going to give you that quality service too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are there any considerations beyond not having talc in the powder that you should take into consideration for lighting, photography, the fact that you're on a stage, there's stage lighting, anything else that someone should be thinking about when they're selecting or putting together their makeup look? Yes. Uh, great question. So go easy on the highlighter, ladies. Highlighter goes <laughs> on the high planes of the You don't want to dip your you, face in it? <laughs> you know, I love rolling around in it, and I love looking like I dunk my whole face in it like those memes. That's literally me. The more, the better. It reflects three times as bright on stage. A little goes a long way. You okay. don't want to be looking like your Liberace's cousin okay. on your cheekbones. Sure. Um rule of thumb is where the sun naturally hits your face so the high planes of the nose cupid's bow which is above your lip or um, right above your cheekbones and then underneath um, the arch of your brow is where you should highlight okay inner corner of the eye if you're feeling spicy and zesty and i love that look okay but make sure (laughs) you're not overdoing it 
Also, no talc in that dang powder. You will mm-hmm. look like a ghost. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Any any considerations for different types of lighting? I know, um, for example, Muscle Contest, I forget which type of lighting they use, but some of them are overhead, whereas some of them, I think, come a little bit more straight at you. Is there any consideration there when you're doing your makeup or having your makeup done about how you go about it with that type of lighting? Yes, great question. So you want to make sure if the lighting's coming direct at you, you have a little bit more leeway with the glitter and the eyelashes because it's direct. Okay. If it's overhead and you have snuffleupagus lashes on, mm-hmm. it's going to create a shadow underneath oh, your eye. Okay. So it's going to make them look small. Okay. So don't be getting lashes that droop out or extend past the end of your eye. So anything that's like cat eye can have a tendency to look not great or flattering in pictures, can also make your eyes look heavier and pull them down. Okay. So make sure your lashes are cut. Okay. Um, you can trim them to your eye shape. If they hang over the corner of your eye, it's going to be too much. Okay. Good to know. And that makes sense because I think I think that's how the lighting was at the Frigno last year, which was a show that I did. And I already kind of have small eyes. Like when I, when I smile, my cheekbones can sort of start to hide my eyes. But in the pictures, my eyes were almost non-existent, and I definitely had some big false lashes on that day. I did my makeup myself, and I'm not a professional, so, um, you know, it wasn't as perfect as I wanted it to be, but I did do my trial run, and I tried to at least figure out what I could, but that's that's a great point to keep in mind for the future. Yeah, absolutely. There's a few little things, and then they look... few. Th- things are a little bit deceiving because they look great in person. You're like, oh, I look jamming. And then you, you see that picture and you're like, how? How did that happen? Or yeah. transpire? <laughs> it's just lighting uh-huh. angle and yeah, a few other factors that nobody's going to know that unless they've been through it already mm-hmm. or have an eye for that. So that's something to be very aware of. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Anything else on, on stage makeup, tips, recommendations? Yeah, there's a few other products that I think are kind of cool and essential. Okay. Um, make sure you bring your lipstick to touch up with. Um, if they use an under eye eyeliner on you as well, uh, make sure you have that handy. Um, overall powder brush, like a very big fluffy brush to kind of redust your whole face with powder to make sure it's super matte on stage. I like the uh, Urban Decay setting spray, okay. the all nighter. Mm-hmm. Really makes sure everything's locked into place. Uh, make sure you invest in a good HD primer, okay. Um, which will help with the oil um, production on your skin so it doesn't mix or cause your foundation to get darker okay. throughout the day. And what's an HD primer? HD primer means that the, the when the light passes through it, it's not going to have any um, lighter kickback or that white cast. Okay. So it's made okay. for film and TV. Okay. Makeup Forever makes a phenomenal one. Okay. Smashbox also has a phenomenal one. Which, they are kind of thicker. Which one is the Smashbox? Is it the photo finish? Or photo something? finish. Okay. Yeah. I think I use that one. Yeah. Cool. Okay. It works really <laughs> well. Um, it's going to help keep that oil at bay and keep your foundation. Like if you're oily, sometimes your foundation can, it's called oxidizing and it gets one to two shades darker after you initially put it on. So if you know this about yourself, this is another great tip. Um, if you know this about yourself, get a foundation shade that's one shade lighter than what you want to be mm-hmm. because it'll develop darker. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that your skin, you're like, I put this on and it looks perfect. And then mm-hmm. throughout the day, my face is darker than the rest of me. It's because you have natural oils that are mixing with okay. that liquid. So does that mean that maybe you need to rethink your primer? Absolutely. Okay. Make sure your skin's cleansed. Make sure you, whether you're oily or not, you're moisturizing. Okay. Sometimes oil production can be induced by lack of moisture. Mm-hmm. So a gel-based moisturizer is a spot safe for everyone, and then your primer, and then your liquid. Okay. Your okay. Perfect. Anyways, there was such a difference in my makeup from the Frigno to when I've had it done professionally. I, I did my best, but that show was in Palm Springs and I didn't have anyone I knew out there. And a lot of times you can get your makeup done at the show, but it's very, very pricey. And for me, I felt like it was kind of cost prohibitive. I just kind of wanted to do another show to see how I place. So it was not as great as I wanted, but I at least 
matched the tan. The stage photos came out okay. I didn't look like a ghost. I didn't look like my face was muddy. So in that way, it was at least a win. I got my false eyelashes to stay on all day. <laughs> Although actually, actually, that's I can't even claim credit for that. Mary helped me put them on in the morning. I went to her hotel room <laughs> across the street. Oh, Mary, we love she you. helped me put on my false eyelashes after I had done all my other makeup. So. Never mind. I thought I did that myself, but I did not. <laughs> okay, they're, they're tricky. I have a few tricks for putting yeah. those bad boys on. You know what I bought recently? I'm curious to try them maybe when these extensions fall out a little bit. Um, have you tried magnetic lashes? I have not. I feel like my okay. eyelids are going to close. Like I, okay. I, I don't know how I feel about them. I don't either. So I had someone tell me last week when I went and got my hair done that they're the easiest thing. They're amazing. You can get them at Walmart. So I got a pair at Walmart. I got another pair on Amazon because they were kind of cheap. So I'm curious to try them. But I had another makeup artist tell me last week that they're terrible. They're impossible to put on and, <laughs> and it's not worth it. So I'm curious to try it. But I know I'll... my boyfriend's mom actually had told me about them. He's like, have you heard about these? And I was like, no. But I'm. How is that not heavy? I I'm curious too. I might I might splurge on a pair and just see. Yeah. I'm old school. I love that. I love. I usually love gluing them on, but the eyelash extensions are the jam. Yeah. Like now. I can't. I can't help. But well, yours them. looks yours looks so amazing. Like I need another picture of you that's not a stage shot or something, so people can see just how ginormous your lashes are day-to-day because they're the best ones I think I've I have, seen. Anywhere. I actually think I have some that I can... Well, and we'll post her, we'll post her Instagram or yeah. some of her, um, her handiwork or something when, so we, when we upload this. But yeah, I'm curious to try them. Maybe, maybe when I finally do try them out, you can come over and help me because I'm not, I would love to get better at makeup. I've even thought about like doing classes or something like that because it's definitely a skill that I'm proficient enough, but it's not at the level I would want it to be. It's not you know anything close to the girls on Instagram who have the perfect brows and the highlighter and the overdrawn lips and everything I have little little skills here and there but (laughs) yes actually I do I that part I feel like I've gotten down but everything else I need a little help so (laughs) okay everybody's constantly learning I mean when I think I got it they introduced some new fancy trick I'm like you gotta try what it is out. this? Like stand on your head backwards, twi- spin twice, and then mm-hmm. your face looks great. Like I don't. It's constantly new stuff, which is amazing because you're constantly mm-hmm. learning. But sometimes some of it's pretty challenging. Some of it you look at it and you're like, oh, all right, that looks amazing. How'd you get there? So definitely, it does take time. Takes practice. I remember when I was gluing my eyelashes on for the first time, I almost glued my dang eye shut. So we all start somewhere Oops. and <laughs> it's fine. I'm a little awkward, but I admit it. And hey, I, you just practice and eventually you'll get it. Yeah, I'll get there. Do you have certain places like YouTube pages or or YouTube channels. What am I talking about? I sound like an old person. Um, YouTube channels, magazines, uh, Pinterest. Where where are some places you go to get new ideas or new inspiration for makeup looks? I definitely lurk on Instagram. That's one. Um, Pinterest is another great tool. They have a lot of good step-by-steps. They are now starting to tag what type of products that they use in each post, which is a lot more easy to make it accessible to you to get the products that they mm-hmm. use to create that look because you're looking at it and you're kind of like, well, I see the finished result, but sometimes yeah. what gets you there is not what you think. On Instagram or on Pinterest? On Pinterest. Okay. Um, you can look up like specific terms like glowy makeup look, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, just you get more um, JLo inspired makeup tutorials. I really like bold lip with, with lots of lashes. Like I play around with cutting false lashes into certain sizes and layering them to get different mm-hmm. looks. That's always fun. Um, I used to work for Mac. I worked for Mac for eight years. So I learned a lot of different techniques. They had mm-hmm. technique courses. We had master classes. Um, I was able to learn things that were unthinkable from people who did celebrities makeups. Mm-hmm. Um, Gwen Stefani's makeup artist, uh, Gregory Arl would come in and do master classes. I got to learn his perfect red lip that he taught on Gwen Stefani. Oh, that's And I was awesome. like sitting there and I was like, is Gwen going to walk yeah. in? Because I'm going to die. Yeah. But 
some of his tools that he uses and, and just little tiny tricks that you wouldn't think like blot with transparent powder your red lip after to get it to stay longer or make it matte. Uh-huh. Um, use a lip brush and then highlight the cupid's bow with um, Vaseline to give oh. it that definition. It's like tiny little things that mm-hmm. you wouldn't even think of that make a world of a difference, especially when you're getting photographed. So Yeah, you have some amazing red lip selfies. Oh, I love me some red. Yeah. I just hate it when I first started. It looks started. so good. Your makeup, your makeup looks amazing. We both do events for Mutant, and I'll look at my pictures later and think, oh, I should have done a little better job with my hair, my makeup, and I'll see yours, and you're all glammed out with curls and a perfect red lip, and <laughs> it definitely lets me know I need to pay more attention to that type of stuff. One of my coworkers was like, you're... Uh, we were at a work event. I was like, you're the definition of extra. And I was like, I, I was like, I shouldn't, I wanted to be offended. And then I was like, well, it's better to be extra than to be cheap, I guess. Well, so, <laughs> well, if extra is a bad thing, then why is being called basic such an insult? You know, oh, all right, that, all right, right. Okay. Basic that's, is like the worst thing you can be nowadays. So why not be extra? That's so true. <laughs> I like that. I like that even No, better. and your makeup, your makeup is so glam, and you're the most low-key, friendly, nice person ever, so I think whatever negative connotations go with extra are not deserved of you, but... Well, thank you. I feel the same about you. <laughs> I feel like we instantly clicked when we met. I love meeting people that are positive and have a like mindset and are really, really ambitious, and you definitely portray all those things. Oh, thank you, girl. Yeah. I try. Sometimes I feel like I'm running around like a mad woman, but I'm working on getting my schedule together and starting this podcast was a big goal of mine. So I'm super happy that I'm finally doing it. It's not technology wise where I want it to be, but I'm going to get it there. Absolutely. I think the long term I'll get video, video podcasting going. I'll get a more formal setup, but yeah, just doing this stuff like this makes me super happy, and I love all my bikini girls. and And what I tell people a lot of times too is my best girlfriends out here are competitors, and the reason why is because usually competitors are the most humble, the most hardworking, the most reliable in Absolutely. terms of not being flaky, in terms of having control of their schedule, having the ability to manage time, and just people that appreciate being glamorous and being feminine, but also kicking butt in the gym and working really hard. So my bikini girls, I think, have become some of my best friends just because I identify the most with them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the show that I did last um, last year in 2017, uh, it was so funny because I was talking with one of my friends, Shauna, who actually introduced me to you, um, and we were all chatting it up, and, and one of the girls goes, oh, how long have you guys known each other? And we're like, mm, two hours. <laughs> and it was just, it's, I love to be friendly, yeah. and, and I think you just got to have fun with it. Don't be so serious yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's one thing, too, that I've been really surprised by is backstage, you would think that all these women who are in essentially... A contest based on appearance would be mean mugging each other, would be rude, would be standoffish. But you go backstage, girls are chit-chatting, girls are making new friends, girls are sharing their Sour Patch Kids and their rice cakes and their peanut butter, you know, just having a good time. And and that's one of the things I love about competing is you, the expectation I had going in was people are not going to be friendly. It's probably not going to be a pleasant experience. And backstage people are so nice and so friendly because you're all in the same place. You've all deprived yourself of carbs. You've all done crazy amounts of cardio. You've all said no to food and social events and stuff to get to where you are. And so I think there's just a lot of camaraderie that comes with it. Absolutely. And that's half the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is meeting other like-minded people. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the best that's one of the best feelings is you're backstage and you feel like we all accomplished something, so why not just be friendly and, and appreciate how hard we've all worked to get to show day. Absolutely. So yeah, it makes it makes all the all the sacrifices and everything worth it in my mind. So um Let's circle back a little bit to makeup and makeup inspiration because you do competition makeup for girls too, right? Yes, I do, actually. In, in Southern California? 
Yeah, I recently just did a few for a few competitors that were competing in uh, San Diego area. Um, one of them, Kelly, uh, she's so sweet too. Um, she's actually from the South. I love her. Beautiful person inside and out. Mm-hmm. Um, she let me do her makeup. She had a really nice teal bikini, so we kind of offset it with a deeper smoky eye with a few um, kind of orange tones to play off her dark hair and her green eyes. Uh, she looked stunning. Um, she said a bunch of people asked her who did her makeup. Um, one of the key elements is making sure that that you guys are happy because this is your day to look beautiful, feel beautiful, and I, I want you to have your input. So I definitely cater to my clients and make sure that they feel the best that they can feel. And if you're uncomfortable with something, change mm-hmm. it. Because um, you're the expert on the way that you want to look. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for the makeup artist to be aware of that too. Uh, so I, I like to make sure not only you're happy, but I'm happy and I feel like everything's super precise and concise because I'm a Virgo, so <laughs> a little bit of OCD. Okay. I'm like, this, one, this one's not blended the same. Okay. Let me hold on. Okay. And, um, but yeah, you want to look perfect. You want to look pretty. You worked so hard. And the steps that go into using a higher grade product, really taking your time to blend everything seamlessly and product with the correct ingredients really makes for a masterpiece Mm -hmm. um, in photographs and Mm -hmm. you do need a little bit more makeup for it to photograph well so it does look a little dramatic in person but overall you're going to get that really glam finished polished look that the judges are looking for and I feel like I can encompass that when I do makeup for stage yeah your makeup you did my makeup for um, some mutant photos that we took together and I felt amazing. I, I know we did the double up of the false lashes. We did that. We did a dramatic, kind of dramatic smoky eye. Not, not a competition look, but I felt so pretty when you did my makeup. I mean, the, the highlighting, the blending, everything, it looked flawless. So I loved it. Do you have any shows coming up that you're, you know you're definitely going to be doing makeup in Southern California? Well, some of the more local shows, uh, I go based off of how many clients want to book from each show. So I usually do about three girls per show at least. Okay. Um, I'm doing all of the upcoming shows that are in the local area to Redonda Beach, um, Riverside I'm available. Um, also, I'm not going to be at Nationals this year, but anything local to more of the San Diego South Bay area I'm available for. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, 50 percent of the cost of the appointment deposit and I will be there and I will be yours and we will get you your stage look perfect and get you okay well yeah and we'll we'll make sure to post all this information so people can hit you up if they need someone on show day what about makeup for summertime I mean summertime's a, a great time for romance for music festivals any any other trends outside of competition makeup looks that you're loving right now? I love the transparent skin, but very glowy, um, kind of bronze look. It's great for summer. It goes with any outfit. You can transition it from day to night. And if you use a lot of cream-based products, the wear, since it is a little bit more hot and humid mm-hmm. in the summer, it wears a lot more natural. Sorry, my cat is deciding that he wants to make a bed on Laura, and I keep trying It's okay. To I, love, I love ripped jeans. And- <laughs> I owe, I owe Laura an extra makeup no. <laughs> an extra falsy application. Yes. Um, so I really like stuff that you can kind of leave and it looks better throughout the day. If you put too much powder products on and it's too hot outside, then it's going to look cakey mm-hmm. over time. So anything that's like a cream base, uh, tinted moisturizer, Laura Mercier makes an amazing okay. one. Um, I also like the Jane Iredale Glow Time. It's a BB with, it's a full coverage BB actually. It makes you look glowy, not sweaty, and mm-hmm. then it has SPF in it. So it's hitting all the nail on the head okay. and it's mineral based. So it really lets your skin breathe and it's okay. good if you're acne prone. Um, it's non comedogenic, which means that it won't clog your pores. Uh-huh. So I love. Oh, I need that. It's, it's the jam. It's that. a little on the pricier side, a little goes a long way, but. It's definitely worth it, and you look flawless, and people will be like, why does your skin look like you 
just came back from the Bahamas and you're so refreshed, it's because of Jane Iredale. Okay. So it's not the Bahamas. Okay. I, I probably need that. <laughs> yeah. It's the Bahamas in my St. Tropez moose uh-huh. tanner. That I put on this morning. Yes, exactly. Oh, perfect. But it, more of a glowy look is definitely on trend, so those products will get you there. Yeah, that's probably great for music festivals where you're outside, you're going to be sweaty. When you say translucent skin, is that what you mean? Is that we um, like a, a less coverage than a traditional foundation, or what does that mean when you say translucent? Translucent means that it looks like if you hold up a tissue, you can still kind of see your natural skin through it. Okay. So you don't want to add powder products to anything because it's going to be looking a little bit too heavy in direct okay. sunlight. Okay. And it's also going to cake up or separate throughout the day once it starts getting hot okay. and your natural oils mix in. So I think ladies get confused and they're like, oh, I need more, more. Mm -hmm. Sometimes less looks more. Mm -hmm. Um, More is not always more. And especially with skincare, you don't need to overdo it. You can put spot concealer on the areas that that you need if you have a blemish or under eye circles, or you can use a BB cream instead. Mm And I think it makes you look a lot more refreshed and it makes you look like you're not wearing a lot of makeup, but you still look very done. Okay. So if you do that type of look, and this is probably a dumb question for anybody no. who's very makeup no, savvy. No, 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 no. So let's say you, you're going to your music festival or you're going somewhere outdoors in the summer, you put on your BB cream. What else do you do to finish off your skin? So no, no powder to set it. Are you doing like a makeup setting spray or what do you what do you do once you've done your like your eyes, your brows, your lips and you're you're good to go? Great question. Urban Decay All Nighter Spray uh-huh. is the jam. Okay. I have done a little t- test of what my skin looked like without using it versus using it and it's drastic. You can you can buy it at Sephora. Uh-huh. I have it in my kit for when uh-huh. I do stage makeup, bridal makeup, which I also do, any type of event makeup. Mm-hmm. Daily makeup, if I know it's going to be 80 degrees out, it's it's almost, it doesn't feel like anything on your skin, but mm-hmm. it locks everything in place. Okay. Including your lids are actually one of the most oiliest areas on the skin besides your, your mm-hmm. T-zone. Um, it helps with that staying as well. Make okay. sure you're using any type of, if you have crazy oily skin, you can use a primer before your BB, which uh-huh. will help. Okay. Like an oil controlling primer and okay. then a spray afterwards. Okay. Um, and no. you would probably want to do, if you're going to do a blush, a cream blush, cream highlighters, if you want yes. to do that. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It'll give you that soft look. And then when it kind of wears off, it's not going to look streaky. Mm-hmm. Ever wonder why the powder looks like there's a line through it or mm-hmm. separated and funky. It's because yeah. it's thicker and it, it doesn't um, move with the skin. but for stage don't be doing that you need that (laughs) what about okay so this is a this is a question I have too and we're kind of jumping around a little bit but for stage makeup um I've had professionals do my makeup but not the ones at the venue Mm -hmm. which is sort of nice in some ways even though it's usually pricier because they can touch you up what do you do during the middle of the day or what should you be doing because pre-judging is at 10 a.m usually give or take and you may have had your makeup done at you know, five, six in the morning before pre-judging and then you get to the show, do the athlete pre-meeting and then finals is not till five o'clock at night. Some shows you could be getting on stage if it's a big show, 10, 11 o'clock at night. What do you do in between to keep your makeup looking fresh? Great question. Usually if your makeup artist is skilled, you won't have to touch anything except for your powder. Okay. Um, and maybe a little bit of bottom eyeliner if they do bottom eyeliner. So you fill in your waterline. So you need, depending on what, if you used a brown or a black or even a white, which mm-hmm. I used in my last show. Okay. White is going to actually make your eyes pop. And I blended a smoky um, lash line mm-hmm. to make it more of like a doll-like effect. Um, you'll touch up your waterline. And then Laura Mercier makes a translucent powder mm-hmm. that is phenomenal. Okay. That makes you look poreless, and then it also doesn't add any color, but it just makes you kind of look airbrushed. So I would invest in that, mm-hmm. and then you would obviously touch up your lip color because that stuff wears off in five yeah. seconds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, everything should be pretty stable. Okay. 
even if you are oily, mm-hmm. you, know, you can tell your makeup artist, hey, I get really oily. They should be able to recommend and use products on you that are really going to last and through the long haul. Mm-hmm. And don't sleep in your makeup. This is not good for you, but I'm not saying that I haven't done it before, but I've had women who have done makeup for events. One of them came back in and was like, came back in with the makeup she had that I did the night before. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, only thing that happened was my eyelash came off a tiny bit because I was sleeping. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why did you sleep in it? I'm going to redo <laughs> I'm gonna redo it anyway. Oh, but gosh. I feel like she was like proving a point. Like she was so excited and uh-huh. so stoked that she oh, gosh. had accomplished it. But if you use the don't right product, don't use cheap product. Mm-hmm. Don't use a cheap makeup artist. You should be completely good without having to like readjust anything, unless you're crying because you got center callouts and, and oh, you want yeah. your eyes water. Okay. <laughs> In my case, I just blacked out. I was like, I'm gonna trip off the stage. But you did so good. But you did so good. You should ideally everything should be pretty intact with very minor adjustments. Okay. Very minor. Okay. Good to know. Log that away for my next comp. I'll keep that in mind. We've talked about makeup. One of the other things that you have going on in your life, uh, full-time, you work at a plastic surgery office here in Southern California, right? Yes, I do. (laughs) Yes. So I imagine there are probably some nice perks that go along with that. One topic I wanted to cover today, or I wanted to make sure we cover, I want to get your thoughts, input on fillers, Botox, all of that stuff, but also from the mindset of somebody who competes and is cutting their body fat in an extreme way and may or may not have diet face. And how does, how does that play into your selection and timing of Botox and fillers? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And if you're new to this, I mean, I actually only started getting into this within the last year and a half mm-hmm. because I'm old chicken, even though I do my research. And I work at South Bay Plastic Surgeons, which is an office of four very talented surgeons in Torrance. Um, we also have a medical spa with very talented injectors and um, estheticians as well. So if you're starting off, I would definitely recommend just going in for a complimentary consultation so they can kind of assess your needs and what you would need based on your personal goals. Uh, as far as myself, I had a very deep, I'm very expression. <laughs> I have so many different expressions that I had a very deep kind of line between my brows that needed to be addressed and it was fixed with Botox and I am now feel like I can't live without it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it works so well. Uh, As far as somebody who's competing, you want to make sure if you're getting any type of injections, you want to do it at least three weeks before your competition because some people do tend to bruise, especially if you're on vitamins like Mm -hmm. um, fish oil or any type of um, blood thinning agents or any type of, I guess, different different minerals can actually cause you to bruise a little easier and you don't want to be bruised on stage. Um, A lot of girls do come in for lip filler to plump up their lips. Um, There's different types of hyaluronic acid is the type of term for the filler that gives you a nice even look. We can smooth out texture, which is great. Um, Also, what happens when you do lose a lot of fat or body fat is there can be hollowness in certain areas of the face. Um, underneath the eye or the cheeks, mm-hmm. and that can be addressed with filler as well. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone metabolizes filler a little bit differently, so some filler might last, the duration is about six to nine months, but some people, their metabolism is so fast that it might only last a few months. So it's not a permanent option, but if you're looking for something more permanent, you can definitely do like a liposuction with fat transfer to the area as well. But I'm extremely happy. I've tried lip filler and I love it. I just kind of metabolize it a little bit fast. It only lasts Mm -hmm. about a month on me. Um, My nurse injector, Stephanie, was like, I've never seen it dissolve so fast in someone ever. Oh, dang. So it's kind of a a bummer, but it looks great. Uh I would definitely do it again. Yeah. Um, But as far as Botox goes, I think everybody should. One more thing I wanted to talk about while I have you here. Uh, I'm someone where unfortunately I'm now in a position where I'm having to not only think about wrinkles and aging, but I'm also still having the luxury or the joy of thinking about acne and breakouts. And I tend to get breakouts when I'm stressed out 
and thinking about those two things. Do you have any tips or things that you really love or recommend for skincare and getting really beautiful, glowing skin? Well, I actually was funny you bring up um, breakouts because I was going through a rough patch of having. We couldn't figure out if it was either hormonal or digestive based because certain areas of the face can indicate what type of things are going wrong with your Mm -hmm. internal system. So there's, if you have breakouts that occur on the cheeks, it means that your gut bacteria, your gut health is not balanced. If you have a lower half of the face, it usually means that it's hormonal fluctuations like excess testosterone or progesterone. Um, those levels are off and also cortisol, our lovely friend that causes you to hold on to weight or it gets increased when you're stressed out, causes your androgens to increase. So okay. it produces sebum, which your cells don't regenerate fast enough. So your pores get clogged and then you get your best friend that you okay. like to call. So that's, prob- that's probably the root of <laughs> all, all of my skin What's problems. What's awful about it is that a lot of the, um, zits are bacterial based so once you touch them they're like hey let me let me bring on a buddy next door to this pore mm-hmm. and let me just travel and wreak havoc on your life gotcha um i didn't have any zits growing up until i was 20 and then what? i had are you serious serious i had i looked like a boy and was fat and had braces and then i got and then all that went away and then it, zits are like hey guess what we haven't introduced Whoa. in your life let me just pop up oh my gosh. and it was bad to the point of where like, my boyfriend would have, like, he's so patient with me. I God, I, like, I would cry about it because it would make me feel gross. Uh-huh. Um, the center of my face is very cystic, and I would pick at it, and it mm-hmm. would make it worse. And a lot of, um, one of my, my staff members at South Bay Plastic Surgeons really kind of took me under her wing and was like, hey, like, I know you're struggling with this. Mm-hmm. Let's find a solution. So she put me on a regimen, and... Um, a lot of it was uh, SkinCeuticals based product. And I just got SkinCeuticals, the face wash. Oh my god, it's phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of their products are a little bit on the pricier side, but you really get what you pay mm-hmm. for, and you can see results within like two days. And I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, Blemish and Age is great for anyone over 25. If you don't own that product, I would recommend it's a serum. You put it on. Is it um, also SkinCeuticals? It's SkinCeuticals. Okay. Phenomenal. I'll okay. give you a sample of it. Yes, I actually have. thank you. And you pop it on your... <laughs> I you need it. Pop, not pop your zit, but literally. You put it on your zit, whether it's cystic or not. You can use it on your whole entire face. It not only balances the oil production on your skin, fights wrinkles, non-comeogenic, so it's not going to cause more zits. So you're not only battling aging, but you're also addressing our lovely pimple situation mm-hmm. that occurs. And... It changed my life. Like I don't, I don't go without it, and I don't have yeah. anything anymore. Oh, I need and to try it, it. It takes time to get rid of that bacteria. You gotta not pick, and you got, it's like fitness. You gotta be consistent, and you'll yeah. see the results. And and also make sure your gut health's good. Take a probiotic. And yeah. um, Brittany, um, one of my colleagues that I worked with, she's like, open the probiotic and rub it on your skin. And leave it. The mm-hmm. healthy bacteria will kill out the bad bacteria. Really? Not, I kid you not. Really? Try it. Like, open up a capsule of the, like, probiotic K. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. It's, like, it, okay. it's better than Oxy-10. And a lot of, like, huh. benzoyl peroxide or different um, different acne medica- medicines like salicylic acid stop working just because your skin adapts to it. The healthy re- reintroducing the healthy bacteria is really gonna, really gonna work so phenomenally, and and I was like, I don't believe this, and then I tried it, and I was like, oh, just kidding, yeah, it's great, <laughs> and okay, yeah, definitely try no, that. No, that's never great. tried that. That's so great. It's a cool little tip. Yeah, I'm prone to breakouts. And, and don't pick. Don't look yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, but I'm that. the opposite of you, Jamie. I started getting breakouts when I was in elementary school. Oh my gosh. Elementary school, I was getting breakouts. And yeah, I'm kind of at the point where I'm trying to really get it under control because it's ridiculous. It's, it's like annoying. enough is enough. I'm I'm old enough where I shouldn't have to be thinking about this anymore. So whatever I can do to <laughs> get it dialed in. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll have to try that. But yeah, their, their whole line's fantastic. It's really light 
doesn't dehydrate like a lot of acne products. They have just regular products if you're not blemish prone. Um, they have this other serum that works insanely well. They have an HA intensifier, which is somebody for a little bit more dry skin. Uh, all of their stuff I've tried and I there's not one product that I'm like, meh. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like enthusiastic about the whole mm-hmm. line, which is very rare because mm-hmm. I'm a beauty freak. I'll like pick yeah. random things that yeah. I like. For sure. It's 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 a phenomenal line. And uh, they usually sell it at a lot of Derm stores. They sell it at my location for our spa. Um, we always have samples if, if you're not sure. And, and, I mean, it's a wealth of knowledge out there. And really taking time to invest in not only skincare but sunscreen can mm-hmm. really make you look and feel your best. Mm-hmm. What, else, what else besides sunscreen paying attention to bacteria, stress levels. What are some other things people can do for good skin? We, um, what I like are collagen-inducing therapies. So everybody knows about the Kim Kardashian PRP. It's actually using your own platelet cells. To... I don't know what that is. So <laughs> it's basically, it's called a vampire facial. Mm-hmm. So it's tiny print pics. You get numbed on your face. Um, it's... Oh, is this microneedling? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So it's tiny uh, pinpricks in your skin, and you're, they're using your own plasma or your blood uh, in the platelets that help regenerate like the cells and reintroducing it to your skin to help it produce more collagen. So it appears that uh, texture goes down dramas- dr- drastically, mm-hmm. and then collagen is producing, so it's giving you a smoother look overall. Okay. Um, I love it just mm-hmm. because you can see results within about two treatments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also want to kind of be aware of cell regeneration and there's different chemical peels and I, I we I actually have a result that I'll I'll give to Laura to upload. It's phenomenal. It doesn't even look like the same skin and you'll see my breakouts on my cheeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a few chemical peels that were advanced corrective peels. Okay. And it doesn't even look like the same skin. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing there. And I was shocked. Like I almost cried in tears of joy because I was struggling so long for texture, tone, pigment, acne, mm-hmm. like you name it. I was struggling with it uh-huh. and it really helped. Uh-huh. And I, I did a series. And that was a chemical peel. Chemical peel. Okay. So. I'm just. Okay. So we were talking about chemical peels. I believe. Yes, and we'll <laughs> and we'll show a picture of what the transformation was for my skin. And I remember you're not really supposed to actually touch your face, but I remember I was kind of running my hands over my face and I'm like, I can actually it's smooth. Like mm-hmm. and I mean texture is a huge thing. There were so many factors that definitely were improved. And I would highly recommend if you've never experienced one to get one and you'll definitely see the results. Very cool. Peeling is kind of funny because everybody looks at you a little bit funny, but yeah. Other than that, it it's very manageable. Downtime's probably about like four days, so definitely don't get a peel if you on a Tuesday if you have a wedding on Saturday. I think that's cruising for a bruising. You're gonna okay. You're gonna be all peely, so make sure you kind of have a week of downtime. Gotcha. Okay. It's not gonna be aggressive like Sex in the City, Samantha, where she's all red, but uh-huh. but. Definitely give yourself at least a week. Yeah. You know how your skin's gonna react, and first time you peel a little bit more. Yeah, I've had fr- I haven't had one myself, but I've had friends that have had them, and it almost just looks like near the tail end they kind of just have a little bit of like a scrape or a bruise or something, or just like they did their bronzer kind of bad. Yeah. Or something, but it's it's not bad. It's I totally. I I think especially if you've got a down weekend where you can kind of line it up with that and you just wear a baseball hat or something. Absolutely. And I don't sunscreen. think it's a big deal. They give you sunscreen. Yeah. They give you sunscreen and uh it's called phytocorrective gel so it calms and soothes. Okay. Also by SkinCeuticals. Okay. Amazing. It's like this green gel. It's like a miracle serum. Awesome. But they they give you protocols mm-hmm. so they answer all your questions and make sure especially since there's new skin evolving you want to mm-hmm. make sure you're really careful and very delicate with the skin yeah so it looks beautiful yeah well this has been amazing jamie before we wrap up i want to talk just a little bit about what's what's next for you what are some of your future goals anything 
exciting going on in your life other than NPC West Coast in two weeks? Well, I mean, I'm just super excited to be where I am at now. Um, hopefully go on a few vacations with my boyfriend. He's been so patient, helps me cook my meals and is so supportive and there with me every show. I uh, couldn't love him more and have some downtime with him. Uh, definitely in the works, I definitely want my pro card. So I know it takes time Yay. and a lot of shows, uh-huh. but that's coming. Okay. And I will work hard until I get there. Um, very grateful for my teammates, you, of course, and then my that's coach, cool. Sam, who who honestly is is really not only a coach but a very good friend and really cares about his athletes he's he's fantastic and I just want to keep evolving keep learning mm-hmm. keep expanding I'm in a very good place in my life and I just want to keep learning from this point on awesome and go for gold go for that yes card. yes it'll come <laughs> yeah it just takes time Absolutely. for sure well, how can people get a hold of you? How can they reach you if they want to book competition makeup, bridal makeup, any event makeup? Absolutely. Uh, you can definitely reach out to me. I have um, my email or I have my Instagram. My email is davis at gmail.com. So you can reach me there. Or my Instagram handle is my name spelled backwards. <laughs> X-X-E-I-M-A-J-J. And you can reach out to me either avenue. And I'm available for weddings, birthdays, other special events, even if you have photo shoot makeup and stage makeup as well. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Jamie. This has been amazing. Well, I was and super excited. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to do another one of these soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. No problem. Thank you guys for listening. That's all for episode number five of the podcast. I'll catch you next time.